Today's episode is brought to you by Dr. Dish, trusted and innovation solution basketball training machines. Check out their revolutionary skill building program at drdishbasketball.com. Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Pirano. Today's guest, Coach Mihai, joins the show with special guest host, R2 B-Ball, Ryan Rizuki. We talk hoops, life. Let's dive right in with Coach Mihai and R2 B-Ball. Okay, welcome to the show, Mihai Reducanu. Yes, Pleasure sir. having you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I'm here with myself, Andre Pirano, with my co-host uh, Ryan Rizuki. And uh, Mihai, uh, tell me a little about your background, coming from uh, Romania to Canada. So I was born. I was born in Romania. I grew up under communism. Uh, you know, it's tough, tough life growing up like that. Seeing a hundred people get shot. Ugh. During the revolution, you're in the streets as a kid, but uh, we survived it. My parents moved to Canada in 1995 when I was 15. So we, we sold everything we had. We had one bag each, uh, $3,000, and couldn't speak a word of English. And uh, we just got dropped off in the middle of Toronto and just said, have fun. Wow. Now, um, where did you... So you're in Toronto, obviously. You're 15 years old. Did you learn the game of basketball back in Romania or did you learn it and play it at a high level in Canada? So a combination. I played a couple of years in Romania okay. in the club system. You guys know the European club <clears throat> system? No, not so well. No, not at all. Yeah, Go to so, elaborate, please. Yeah, so I mean the European club system, it's, you know, it's very different than it is here. Mm-hmm. There you, you, each, each city has a club or two clubs and then you grow up. They, they grow the kids uh, from the age of eight till you know 18 and you have the same coach you have the same coach from the time you're eight years old to the 18 so coach in his coaching career might coach three or four groups of kids and that's it so he takes him from the young age of eight mm-hmm. all the way to the ready to go pro and then he starts over again with another age group okay. wow that's um, amazing yeah yeah it's different they're paid it's their jobs they get paid for that it's it's their only job it's like a physical education job and there's no high school sports that are more like recreational sports. Uh-huh. University sports is recreational as well. Uh-huh. Some universities play in a semi-pro league, but basically the club system is, is where everything's at. And, and the club is ran uh, by, by a guy, <laughs> whoever the head is, and then he sets out a curriculum. And then coaches have to follow the curriculum. Hey, Andre, by the time you're 12, you gotta be able to do this, 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 and this. And if you can't, then it's on the coach. Mm-hmm. Wow. So everything's very documented. So you guys are homegrown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. It's kind of yeah. like how I do with my team. Yeah, I, I, I can see age. definitely advantages and disadvantages from that because as far as the kids, they can't get a new method of teaching. So they can't see other coaches. Are they able to leave and, and go learn from other coaches as well? Or? Oh, yeah, they can. Okay. Especially nowadays, it's being more because they see the way that the things are being done in North America. Mm-hmm. So it's more, you know, they, they, they see that, hey, we have freedom. We can change clubs. We can go from place to place. But, uh, you know, it's still a bit of old school over there, especially Eastern. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. The loyalty part of it is amazing. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Parents don't get involved. Wow. They're not allowed in practices. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, wow, I'd love that. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, mean, I go there. Like, I don't know if you guys know, I go every year. It's my fourth year going to train in Lithuania. And I don't see parents in the gym. Yeah. Like, you know, 11 year olds come and say, Yeah, we took the bus. Hmm. Just come and work out. That's really <laughs> Pretty cool. Quick. Yeah. Now, that. going to Canada and obviously playing there, were you already at a high level? No, or I, was, I was just a big kid. I was okay. six six, one sixty five at fifteen years old. Holy moly, skinny. Yeah, super skinny. And then uh, well, I went to university, six nine, one ninety five. Yeah, right. Playing for game. But uh, yeah, so I went there, and my high school coach just ended up by luck, you know, by luck, ended up in a city that was a hotbed for basketball. And I asked the next first person I see, hey, I want to play ball. They recommended me, and it just happened to be the best high school in Canada for basketball, and the winningest coach in Canada. Oh wow! So, wow. like, what are the chances? Yeah, talk about a faith, huh? Exactly. <laughs> and he became my my. He, I talked to him. We have breakfast every week. He's my mentor. He's he's a father figure to me. He took care of me and my family from day one. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. So from Canada, you went and played for the uh, University of Coast. Coastal, uh, Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina. Yeah. And you said Gannon was your coach, right? He was an assistant coach, yeah. So <laughs> I, played, I played on the Canadian Junior National Team. And that's how I got my citizenship. Playing on the Junior National Team, I got my citizenship in 24 hours. Oh, wow. And then, uh, yeah, got had lots of scholarship offers, but I ended up playing at Coastal. And, how was that? Uh, awesome. I mean, I hear kids growing up, they like... They want a scholarship, and they, they look at it, and that's kind of like the care that's being dangled in front of them. I had no idea. I had no idea coming from Romania what yeah. that meant, you know. So you get letters. My first letter ever was from uh, Nordane. Like, you don't know. I, I didn't have an appreciation for it, how big that was, right. and how cool all that was. And right. Anyway, best experience of my life, you know, playing at, playing at Coastal. I got hurt my third year, so I got an extra year. I got two degrees, one in business marketing, one in business management, and wow. met my best friends, met, you know, everybody there. Yeah. So how does, how does the business side of it help you as, as, a, as a basketball and strength trainer? Uh, for me, the business part of it was organization mm-hmm. and just understanding the marketing piece, understanding, uh, you know, uh, the financial part of things, understanding yeah. that you gotta, I ran it as a business from day one, when 2008, when a guy, Asked me to train him in his driveway. That's how I started. Yeah, I came with an organized piece of paper, and hey, this is your payment plan. This is how we're gonna do. These are the times of day. Uh, it helps me understand where my money is coming from and where it's going. Helps me understand cost. Helps me understand everything. Yeah. So we we have a lot of coaches listening in. So I'd love not necessarily to dive straight into those numbers, but kind of some things that would be expenses and some things that are helping bring profit or what kind of marketing schemes you see or strategies you see to be the best? Yeah, that'd be great. Yes, I mean, one of the, and it's something that we're gonna start, we'll actually put a nice little booklet out for the Gannon Baker Nation out there, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be part of it. So I realized that a lot of guys wanna do this and they're talented on the court, but mm-hmm. they just, they can't figure out the business aspect. Yeah. And you know, I think it's important to establish uh, a business mantra for yourself. I think it's important to understand that you have to educate the people in your community. Because people just want to grab kids and train them, but yeah. you got to educate coaches and educate parents. I was in a, in a region in Niagara, in Ontario, 
this was unheard of training. Yeah. So I had to do a lot of education, a lot of blogs, a lot of, a lot of emails saying, hey, you can do your exes. And I was like, Andre likes. Yeah, I like to yeah. do that, yeah. Uh, and understand that Ryan's coming in and he's just going to add value to your kid and your program. You have to make him understand that we work together. That's what yeah. we do, and it, mm-hmm. I think it works out beautifully that way. It's the only way, right? Cause we I, only... I agree. There's a lot of competition, but at the end of the day, I mean, we should all have the same goal as far as helping as many kids as possible right. and, and seeing it as we're all putting this piece together. Yeah. yeah. But and sometimes the, people fight. So. That's right. People just, it's a lot of ego. Society is a bit different. Right? It's a lot of egotistical stuff, and people are out for themselves. But uh, as far as spending, you have to understand that not everything you do is going to get you a return, mm-hmm. immediate return. Right. It's not always it's an give and take cash. Yeah. It just doesn't work that way. So you're going to have to spend some money. It's the old saying, yeah. right? Spend some money to make some money. Uh, some of the things that you'd like to spend money on is you want to make sure that you know the, the, the kids that are coming in are getting top of the line instruction. So spend money on yourself because if you don't spend money on your education as a basketball coach, love it. As a coach skill coach, yeah, uh, then you're not going to be able to give them the value that they're they're paying for. So yeah, might they might come in once or twice, but they're not coming in for years in a row mm-hmm. because whatever. I can't learn anything more from Ryan or Andre. Right. But if you spend the money, we just talked about it downstairs, right? Yeah. Hey, you're gonna spend one ninety nine to take the online coaching class, but that's bringing you so much value to continue to be able to give to these kids. Mm-hmm. Right. You gotta continue. You gotta continue to keep learning as a coach. Sponge. You can't mm-hmm. just stop. You don't just know everything. Right. You gotta. You know. Everybody Never. thinks that. Yeah. Well, there's people out there, and there's coaches and skill coaches that go. Well, you're not gonna teach me anything. I know everything. I know a lot. Well. There's always spins and the game evolves. So yeah, right. wrinkles. You gotta, yeah, you got to keep. And then I think I think the second thing that you have to really focus on. I was lucky. I knew marketing. I understood marketing. It's doing your customer research. I mean, for you your know, demographic. Yeah, understand mm-hmm. your demographic and understand what they want. I mean, me and you spoke about the big San Diego uh, camp that you guys did. Yeah, it's successful. Well, why? You don't just say hey. I'm Ryan, come to my stuff. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. just so you understand your market. Understand your market and, and cater to your market. Maybe your market's made up for groups of 10 every day. Yeah. Maybe your market's made up for high level, one kid per hour. Maybe you get groups of 40 once a week. I don't know. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But make sure that you understand your market and spend money to educate them on what you're offering. You know, make it look good, make it look informative. Video. 75% of digital marketers are going to increase their budget for videos this year. I believe it. I believe that. I keep telling Ryan that we need yeah. to start doing videos. Yeah, it's, ours. it's key. I, it's key to right now in this age and time. Right. And then, you know, lastly, uh, spend as minimal money as you can on facilities, okay. but don't be cheap. Get good facilities. Yeah, make sure it's everything's good. You know. Yeah, makes sense. Um, now I know I know that Gannon was your coach, and now you obviously work with Gannon. Yeah. Um, can you tell us how how is that working with yeah. Gannon Baker? So I tell him, I mean Gannon, I tell him, I don't know if anybody else could come in and, and, and you know take your business and run your business if they didn't know you. Because Gannon's a special person. Like mm. he's, yeah. You guys know him. You've been around him for a while. 
I grew up with him. He was 26 when I was 19 in university. So we're close in age and we're only six years apart, five, six years apart. So I've known him for 19 years. I played for him. He mentored me in my, since 2008 in my business. I became part of the nation in 2012. So I know him. I know how he operates. Um, it's an educational process along the way on, on the business side of things. It's an educational because he's so unbelievable on the court and he's he's gifted and he's he's you know he, there's nobody like him you know right it's awesome everything he taught me on the court everything he taught me on the basketball side of things i'm able now to give back and, and teach him and, and do on the business side plus we have a ton of fun man like, oh i believe it fun, we know? had a ton of fun here today yeah. at the pre-draft yeah it was, it was like awesome he's, he's my boy like we just it's like two guys hanging out except we're doing cool stuff <laughs> yeah, kind of like Ryan and I. <laughs> yeah, you know? um, that's great. How's uh, how's your business with no limit performance in basketball? It's good. I mean, uh, built it, and it's in Canada. I have four trainers working there. I have a, a main guy, Mike Hurley, who, who just runs runs the show over there. Every time I go back and forth, uh, every time I go back and forth, I'm able to to hop in some workouts and, and get it done. Um, and it's good. It's yeah. funny. It's 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 a name. It was never like me having the kind of basketball. It was a, it's, it's a company, so I, I kind of removed myself from. Makes sense. Yeah. Right. And it's mostly sports or, or or sports and fitness training or basketball. It's all basketball. It's all basketball. It's okay. all basketball. Yeah. And it was we had a, a sports conditioning, athletic development um, mm-hmm. component to our stuff, and it was really good when we had our own facility. I had my own facility for three years. Yeah. Uh, and now he kind of got his own facility, but he's still training all of our kids and right. he still does our groups. So, so it's good. It's a good combo. Okay, cool. Yeah. How's, uh, how's that um, working with the pre-draft? You know, what you're doing right now. Yeah. So it's, for me, it's, it's going back to the educational process. Right. It's, it's awesome for me because Gannon's the guy for it and he's been doing it for so long and I've been here for a month and a half doing it. Right. And uh, learning so many different terminologies, so many different drills. And to be honest with you, man, <laughs> I'm learning how to deal with these agents and, and pro players. It's, it's a different beast. It's, it's a different, different than a 16 year old with their mom coming in the gym. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I was just going to ask you that that whole entitlement. I mean, yes, some of these uh, players that are coming in to the draft, they're, they're very young yeah. and they're kind of like, I would say bullheaded in a way. You know, they think they know everything. How do you I, deal with that? I, I, I just, I don't know if I go that far because it's just like a kid, man. It's, it's, they're untrained. Yeah. They're untrained mm-hmm. humans. And it's not their fault that somebody's been telling them all their life, you're really, really, really good. You're going to be in the NBA. You're going to make lots yeah. of money. Right. It's not their fault. They're just untrained as, as humans. They're really good on the basketball court, very talented. I don't want to go with entitled. I don't want to go with the millennial thing because we're millennials and mm-hmm. we're right. we're doing it the right way. Um, millennials, I think, are actually very smart. You know, but yeah, I don't think they're entitled. I think you just have to get to their mind. After you have to make them understand life a little bit, have a sit down. Some of them you're not going to get through, which is it is what it is. Right. But most of them want to listen and want to learn, and then you open their eyes to a different world, and they're like, holy crap, I gotta chill out for a second. Mm-hmm. I'm only 19 and 20, 21, and there's more to life than just people telling me I'm good at basketball. Yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. What's that one thing that just excites you when you get into the gym to train? Like, is there like a concept or a specific skill or something you like to teach? I love teaching forward. Oh, it's going to be better. Oh, man. Amen, brother. (laughs) I love love teaching footwork. It's like my thing, you know. Obviously, I'm... I'm 6'9", so I'm, I'm, I'm a post guy, so I love all the footwork for finishing under the hoop and, and in the post, but that's my thing. I oh, yeah. love footwork and, and positioning, how to, how to get yourself open and using your body to your advantage, because I was an undersized center my whole life, mm-hmm. and it was just body positioning. Yeah, body control, yeah. especially yeah. a lot of footwork body control. Yeah. Well, I, I see that you're, you're fit now, and yeah. you're saying you were undersized then. Do you preach... Um, conditioning and fitness to your and healthy eating and healthy eating yeah towards your players whether they're men or women it's the number one thing that you have to preach it's the number one thing that I tell everybody you have one body and one mind mm-hmm. if your body sucks and your mind sucks I don't care how skilled you are I don't care how many jump shots you think you ain't gonna make it yeah. you know so I tell them put the right things in your body uh, I give them I have all kinds I should send you I have like a nice little Thing I made up of, mm-hmm. of options of food because we all eat differently. Yeah. Oh like, wow! Yeah. You might hate kale, and I might love kale. Or you right, know, eat kale. No, man. Here's your options. Yeah. Have this. Please send it to us. Yeah, always. Love to see it. It's uh, options, and then I'm huge on meditation. I'm huge on on just being able to control yourself and being calm and calming yourself in situations that are maybe making you. Uh, feel pressure or maybe you feel fear because that's fake pressure is fake and fear is fake we just make it up yeah so if you can control your mind and take care of your mind then everything else follows that's beautiful oh man yeah. i love that yeah. so just able to stay level-headed keep control of everything mm-hmm. and don't let anything get to you absolutely yeah. Yeah. every morning I, I wake up and i meditate for 10 minutes mm-hmm. do you deal with a lot of players who struggle mentally uh i have i've dealt with we actually talked about it last night over dinner uh, with my girlfriend yeah mm-hmm. I have and there's been some special cases and I was able to help them through just this doing mm-hmm. this talking right. and we lost one we lost one but I didn't know I didn't know we, there was no signs he never wanted to talk mm-hmm. uh, you know 11 year old kid and I mean sorry grade 11 kid and just yeah hung himself Wow. Oh my God! But we didn't know. I didn't. I, he never yeah. talked to us. There was no science. It was a happy-go-lucky kid, and just boom. Yeah. So, you know, I yeah, encourage everybody to talk, to speak. If oh yeah, communication is very, very important. We always talk about communication. In fact, yesterday we yeah. were talking to Brian um, about communication as well, and just how not only does it translate as a life skill, but you, I mean, you got to be using it on the court, but it does translate very well as a life skill. Right. right. Yeah. It's hard because these kids are on their devices all day, so they communicate. Mm-hmm. You just gotta get them to voice it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Has there ever been a funny story or situation that's happened with whether it's been with Gannon um, or with a pro player that you've ever trained? Uh, I mean, man, with Gannon. I mean, the funniest story with Gannon is my visit on my visit at Coastal Carolina. We're mini putting. <laughs> and we're, we're, we're taking a photo, right? Like, hey, this is our big time recruit from Canada. Let's take yeah. a photo. And a seagull just flies over, and it's in the picture. 
with like I got like just shit on my forehead and <laughs> shirt. <laughs> that was like my visit at Coastal. Oh man, that was, like, <laughs> that's how they got you. <laughs> Welcome to Coastal. Yeah. Welcome to Coastal. It's good luck, man. It's good luck. It, yeah, Apparently, you know, yeah. It's funny because my wife says that she's been pooped on so many times at the beach by seagulls, oh, yeah. and she goes, "You know how they say this is good luck, yeah. but this is ridiculous." Is she's it? gotten like four or five times. Oh man. I don't know. I think that's just something people say to feel better about being good. Be. <laughs> right. What was your favorite go-to move when you played in college? It's funny we talked about it the other day. Go-to. I mean, I love to bury guys, and it was a right-hand hook. Yeah. Just get my positioning and just get my feet where they need to be, nice and wide. Get the ball, right-hand hook. And what's your go-to move now, as you're playing pickup ball just for fun? I think it's the same. Yeah. You keep it the same. <laughs> I think it's He's the same. He's the first guy that says it uh-huh. keeps it the same. Everyone's Someone always changes it after they're getting older. That's yeah, cool. It's, it's the same. It's like my, my buddies. But you know what? It's, it's very simple. Yeah. 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 It's almost like my, my buddies and my old teammates, they're like, you're still playing bully ball? You're still playing bully ball? <laughs> <If it's, laughs> yeah. you know, get positioning and just put it up there. Take some lunch money and put it in. However, yeah. I can shoot better nowadays. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Uh, who is your uh, favorite player ever in basketball? NBA, college, what doesn't matter? Man, some of the Euros, you know, because I grew up in Europe. That's so, totally so, cool, yes, yeah. I grew up in Europe, so, you know, in my in my era growing up, Drajan was the man, Petrovic. Right? Oh, oh Rajan Petrovic. Yeah, oh, my was, gosh, was, played for the Nets. He was the guy, right? So And then Vlade Divac and Sabonis and some of the, the oh, big time Marcelonis, like they're growing up there, that's what you see. And then obviously, you can never take anything away from Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But yeah, those, those, because I'm a European, so that's kind of what you totally, see. Yeah. That's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. I respect yeah. that totally. Rajan Petrovic was the man. I mean, the man. He Nicola, lost his life early, unfortunately. Yeah, Jokic yeah. is killing right now, too. He's the man. Is, oh, my goodness. He's an yeah. amazing passer. It's fun to watch. So that's that's the biggest thing about, about Europe. You know, we talked about their systems. Mm-hmm. When you go and do sessions over there, you don't have to teach passing. You don't have to teach mm-hmm. reading the floor. Because they know that from a young age. Yep. They understand wow. pushing it. They understand. And, you know, they got these Europe yeah. passes. And they get yeah, it's beautiful. No, yeah. yeah. So it's good you don't ever have to teach passing. Everyone can shoot there too. Yeah, they work on it. Mm-hmm. There's fundamentals wow. from the basis. Yeah, yeah that's versus here we got a, a highlight culture where everyone's trying to make. We got the best handles, I would say. That's right. Yeah, yeah. but IQ is very very low. Yeah, no, and absolutely. It's completely the opposite. They're yeah, very high IQ, very understanding the game and passing abilities, but. If they get a chance to beat somebody one on one, if they see the defense, if they see the help side, and they know they can go, they mm-hmm. can't. They don't yeah. have that training. Yeah. So that's what you know. For us to go when you get to go, that's what we do a lot of over there. Mm-hmm. Here oh, cool. we do the wow. opposite. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just your priorities. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. The whole culture is just completely shifted. Yeah. Right? You don't. You don't get a whole lot of highlight tapes out there, do you? No. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Right. Here people are, are making entire industries and, and banking on cash off of highlight films. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. Oh, wow. I mean, recently, I, I bring my video guy with me. Yeah. And, you mm-hmm. know, it's to film guys and, and some, some coaches ask for, for film, but it's really just like... To break it down? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love it. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's great. Who's your favorite player right now in the NBA watching? It's tough. 
It's a tough one, man. I mean, you can't take anything away from LeBron. That guy can dominate mm. every single category. I love watching LeBron. I wouldn't say he's the most skilled, though. No. No, definitely not. But if he wants to dominate mm-hmm. assists, he'll lead the league in assists. If he wants to lead the league in rebounding, he can't. Mm. He can just do it all. He can. He can do it all. I like to, and he's actually, his leadership qualities and yeah. getting his teammates involved have been getting better, too. So, I love that. He's your favorite? I love seeing that. Probably. Yeah. Good pick. Yeah. Can't really go wrong with that. Good pick. <laughs> Can't go wrong what's, with that. Uh, what's your favorite shoe to play basketball in? Love my favorite shoe I've ever played in was the Jordan CP3s, man. Those things are the best for my wow. size, for my feet, for everything. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Uh, I love Jordans. They feel really, really good. Yeah. What's your favorite Jordan shoe? One through 30 now, obviously, oh. he has. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a shoe junkie like that, so I couldn't <laughs> even tell you. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay, you just like yeah. wearing CP3s. Yeah, though I liked those a lot. They were really good. Cool. I wish I had shoe game fouls, but I don't. That's all good. <laughs> That's all I good. don't have any clothing game either. <laughs> My girl dresses me. <laughs> if you have uh, one piece of advice that you can give any kid, whether they're in the youth or at the college level, what would, what would that be? There's three things, you know, and I did a, I did a similar thing in Europe last year, and they asked me what would it take to be to be a very good human being because it's all about being a human. Mm-hmm. You can apply it to sports. Yeah, is 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 commit to whatever you want to do. Commit. Don't be casual about it. Uh, work harder than anybody else. In any gym, any aspect of your life, work harder. And the last thing is actually the hardest thing for anybody to do is be disciplined. Mm-hmm. Because discipline doesn't care about the weather. The discipline doesn't care about immediate results, like the short-term ones. Discipline keeps you accountable. So if you can learn to be disciplined, just like you wake up in the morning, you brush your teeth, comb your hair. If you can do that with your basketball training, if you can do that with your um, school work, if you can do that with your extra reading, with your art, your music, whatever it is, if you can commit to it, work harder than anybody else, and be disciplined, chances are you're going to be really, really, really Love successful. It, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Got the mic on that one, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so, hey. It's good stuff. How can people reach out to you and get in contact with you? Yeah, so you can, you can email me at mihai at gannonbakerbasketball.com or mihai at nonliverperformance.ca. Okay. Either 